Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is March 26th of 2023, and we're celebrating the fifth Sunday of Lent. Today's Gospel comes to us from the Gospel according to John, chapter 11, verses 1 through 45. Now a man was ill, Lazarus from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who had anointed the Lord with perfumed oil and dried his feet with her hair. It was her brother Lazarus who was ill. So the sister sent word to him, saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This illness is not to end in death, but it's for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Judea. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just trying to stone you, and you want to go back there? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in a day? If one walks during the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks at night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. He said this, and then told them, Our friend Lazarus is asleep, but I am going to awaken him. So the disciples said to him, Master, if he is asleep, then he will be saved. But Jesus was talking about his death, while they thought he meant ordinary sleep. So then Jesus said to them clearly, Lazarus has died. And I am glad for you that I was not there, that you may believe. Let us go to him. So Thomas, called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go to die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, only about two miles away. And many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him. But Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary secretly, saying, The teacher is here and is asking for you. As soon as she heard this, she rose quickly and went to him. For Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still where Martha had met him. So when the Jews who were with her in the house comforting her saw Mary get up quickly and go out, they followed her, presuming that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come with her weeping, 
he became perturbed and deeply troubled, and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me, but because of the crowds here I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, Untie him and let him go. Now many of the Jews who had come to Mary and had seen what he had done began to believe in him. Today, on the fifth Sunday of Lent, the Church offers us the opportunity to meditate on the resurrection of Lazarus. Now there are many, many beautiful things that can be said about today's Gospel, but I just want to talk briefly about one little thing. And it's this. What are we to do when God's will doesn't seem to make much sense? I mean, we know that God knows everything and that He loves us, but many times it's difficult to understand the reason why bad or difficult things happen to us. We can think of the situation in the world right now. Where is God in the midst of wars and sufferings and difficulties and people who are starving? Now, one of the things that strikes us in the gospel is that mysterious weight of Jesus. Remember what we heard. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was. Actually, the the original words are even stronger. It literally says this. It says, Jesus loved Martha, her sister, and Lazarus. Therefore, or consequently, or accordingly, when he found out that Lazarus was ill, indeed, he actually stopped two more days in the place where he was. That's, that's weird when you think about it. In other words, the motive, the reason why Jesus stayed put and didn't go heal Lazarus was precisely because he loved them. And consequently, Lazarus died. Yeah, and we think like, um, yeah, that's a very strange sort of love that you have if you let a loved one die. And indeed, the Bible uses different words to say love, but here, when it speaks of the love that Jesus had, It uses the word, we get the word agape. It means the highest, purest love possible. It's the sort of love that God the Father has for each one of us, right? Knowing us personally as we are with all of our particular characteristics. But that's that's strange. We say, like, but because he loved Lazarus, he he didn't go and help him. But we, we need to trust in that love that God knows what he's doing. A lot of times when we have to suffer, we repeat what Martha says. 
She scolds Jesus. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. The interesting thing is that Jesus doesn't answer this objection because it's true. If Jesus had been there, Lazarus wouldn't have died. Of course, Jesus would have healed him. And that's precisely why Jesus stayed two more days. We could say he was giving Lazarus time to die. But all that, again, because he loves Lazarus. God doesn't love evils by any means. And he doesn't allow evils, spiritual, bodily, or whatever, for any reason other than love. Love is the reason why anything at all happens in this world. If it's a good thing, it's because God loves us. And if it's a bad thing, even very bad, terrible, awful, horrible, no good, very bad, God, loving us, knows how to take advantage even of that very bad, terrible, horrible, no good thing, even the worst things in this world, to get an even greater good than would have happened without them, that would have happened had he acted in a different way. We can think that many times it's, it's the delay, the, the response of waiting that makes us suffer. But as St. Peter says, the Lord does not delay his promise as some regard delay. As they say, God's plans are never fulfilled early, nor are they ever fulfilled late. They're always carried out just at the right time. God's never early and he's never late. He's always exactly on time. The difficult thing is being patient and trusting that God knows everything and he loves us. We don't know everything. We don't know a lot of the whys or wins or, or hows or because. But the one thing we do know is that we know our God. And that's why we have to trust in his love for us. Many times we just can't understand the reason for God's actions or why he allows things to happen through his providence. But as St. Paul says, I know in whom I have believed. Yeah, the one who I believe in is the same one who responded to Martha by saying, I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe this? Do we believe this? Do we believe that despite the difficulties, the suffering, the pain, that Jesus is there, giving life to people in situations that seem to be totally dead? Do we believe that God, with his infinite power, his infinite and eternal complete wisdom, knows what he's doing, and that with his infinite eternal love, he allows it or permits it precisely because he loves it? Well, when we believe that, and when we really believe it from the heart, then we'll have in hand the key to be holy, no matter what happens to us. Because we'll be taking part, we'll be partakers in that divine power that resurrects the worst things and gives life to what was dead. This will let us love God in everything, no matter how ugly or horrible they seem to us. Today, through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of Divine Providence, let's ask for the grace to trust more and more in God's love for us. That love, because he allows things for the sole purpose of helping us draw closer to him in this life so as to be with him forever in heaven.